Welcome back to Energy, the feel-good podcast. In this week's episode, I want to talk about work, our careers, the thought of work, and the concept of work-life balance. Now, if we think about work-life balance, or the saying work-life balance, it sounds very much like a scale, like we're comparing one to the other. And when you think about it like that, you then see on one side is work and the other side is life. So what we're effectively saying is work is the opposite of life. It's not as amazing as the life part. Surely there's an opportunity here to reframe how we view work, to make it better, more exciting and part of who we are. Because like it or not, having to work is a fundamental of living on the planet. Very few people get by with not having to go out, make some money to buy the bread. I think from this moment on we should stop calling it what it isn't and call it what it is. It's work-home balance and both of them should be viewed in the context of life. We always bring our best self to an interview and then slowly get smaller once we've been working at a company for a while. Why is this? Why do we put so much effort into showing up as our best selves for an interview and then slowly unravel this as we move into the daily workings of a job or a career? Why don't we stay our best selves? We need to forget about all the negative shit we've heard about how crappy work is supposed to be and we need to embrace our jobs and our careers. We must look for the good in our jobs and make that our focus, knowing that we are capable of doing anything we set our minds to. We are unstoppable. Don't let the moaning and groaning of colleagues rob you of a brilliant career. Get out of victim mode. Nobody is forcing you to work there. There are always other options. If you hate your current job, then leave. You are not a piece of office furniture. Stop behaving like you are. Stop blaming your employer. They hired you to do a job, not to be their friend or a child. Grow up, get up, dress up and show up. In my 37 years of working life, I've only ever worked alongside two kinds of people. Those who drag themselves to work moan and complain, are constantly discouraged and unhappy and in victim mode, and then get up the next day and do exactly the same. And then you get those who love themselves enough to not waste a single moment by throwing themselves into their jobs, not being afraid to learn, working hard, giving anything a shot, at least once or twice, holding a great attitude and rising in their careers effortlessly, all while enjoying themselves and celebrating success. We all have both these options available to us. The choice regarding which path we choose is ours and ours alone. At school they taught us to study, to fill our minds with endless info. Why then are some dropouts successful and some degreed folk not? 
because it's not about the retention of info only. It's about constantly applying ourselves, going for it and giving it our best shot, making the decision to give it our all no matter what, each and every day, even when we are not feeling the motivational wave. It's got everything to do with our attitude and how we constantly adjust our attitude to slay in our careers. Shift the way you think about working from I'm slogging for a boss to I'm only always working for myself. Even if you don't work for a company that you own, you made this job decision because you are looking after number one. So stop giving your power away and view any job as a service to yourself. I've had in excess of 15 jobs in my career so far and quite proudly I can say I've enjoyed every single one of them or most aspects of every single one of them and here are my top reasons why I've been able to have a brilliant brilliant career and that's really what I wanted to share with you today number one respect Always have it for your job, no matter how insignificant you may feel your job is. If you don't respect your company, your boss, the equipment and the opportunity of your job, then you don't respect yourself. The second point is around personal leadership. And this is basically putting your best effort into everything you do. Nobody wants to pick average. Develop a hunger to learn and do things well. Having the highest levels of personal leadership gets you noticed. You'll be looked at for further training, growth and promotions and you end up enjoying yourself and your job more. Number three is learn the rules. Do what they ask you and do it well. Respect and show that you trust your management team's judgment. If you feel you don't want to or can't, then the alternative is to get another job that is more suitable for you. Or open your own company and create your own rules. Don't get caught up in trying to prove you know better. Do your job and one day there'll be plenty of time to have a hand at putting some rules of your own together. Stay humble. Point four is to develop the habit of being efficient. Whatever lands in front of you, do it quick and do it well, especially if it's a task that your boss wants you to do. This way you will stand out head and shoulders above the rest and your boss will notice you. If they don't, then at least you're applying yourself and learning the ropes. One day this could be the reference that lands you that better job. If you feel you keep picking up the slack for others, then you have two choices. Suck it up, because you know it's temporary, and just do it, or inspire your colleagues to up their pace. You are not responsible for the outputs of others. Do everything you can and do it all well, always, every day. Number five, always think innovate. If you think there's a quicker and better way of doing something or you have a great idea, ask your boss what they think. At first they may brush you off 
and it's vital at this stage that you don't go into sulk mode. Show them you are resilient and keep on keeping on. Know that one day they'll be ready to try your idea. Don't give up. You will get that break, that opportunity. A lot of people take rejection personally. Don't be that guy. Always look for ways to do your job better, faster and smarter. Number six is support. Support your boss and colleagues and customers. I'm not saying brown nose, but be solid. Be the one who everyone can always count on. Be there and do your job, especially when no one's watching. Be helpful and be giving. Don't feel abused and spin that tired old story of, I'll give more when I get more. The secret to getting more is in fact giving. It's the law of attraction, but at work. Number seven, do more. Make it a habit to do just a little bit more. Give a bit more. At the point when you feel you're finished with a task, stop and think, what extra can I add just to elevate this output? What will take this from good to great? Is this really my best? There's a whole lot of advantage to gratitude and you'll end up with more if you give more. Number eight, push yourself through the mundane. Every job has the sucky bits. Reframe how you look at these. Rethink how you do them. Could they be easier? What could you do to make them more fun? If you've racked your brain and they're still painful, then just push yourself through them. They'll soon be done with. Don't rush them, just focus. Do them properly and carefully and know that they're important in the greater scheme of things. Look at them as a service. If service is beneath you, then leadership is beyond you. It's all valuable experience, after all, in one way or another. Look at these tasks as opportunities to innovate instead of reasons to be discouraged. They could lead you to invaluable lessons. Number nine is self-motivate. The movers and the shakers all have one thing in common, an ability to drive themselves. Don't stay on this side of the success fence. Step on over to the side where you are in charge. If you can get up and get on with it, you're already streaks ahead of the pack. We sometimes wait for an outside source to motivate us. But developing this skill early will make you unstoppable. And lastly, number 10, attitude. Always bring the right attitude. Be ready, be willing, be a force. You can even ask for help with the right attitude. You can make mistakes and fail with the right attitude. And you can try again with the right attitude. Be a winner looking for solutions, not problems. I really, really believe that the one thing standing in between us enjoying our jobs and us hating our jobs is ourselves. Ourselves giving us permission to enjoy our jobs, to see the opportunity, to see the challenge and to see the excitement and then to grab hold of it and run with it.
And like I said, I'm not on the work-life balance wagon. Who even suggested that work was the opposite of life? And who said working isn't part of life? I think we get tons of satisfaction from a job well done, and pride, and confirmation, and growth. It would be better if we referred to it as work-home balance. When we see work as part of life, we start embracing it for what it is. A creative outlet offering as much personal expansion as we allow. So funny that we often view our jobs through the lens of a jail sentence after signing a contract to do the job. When we get a job, we get an opportunity to grow, to improve, to prosper, to be part of a tribe, positively influence the lives of others, to innovate, to pioneer, to explore, to create and to belong. Aren't these the fundamental parts of life that everybody is looking for? We absolutely need to reframe how we view our jobs, our careers and our businesses. Thanks again for listening this week. If this resonated with you, rate and subscribe on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this on. Visit svenergy.co.uk and reach out if you're looking to up-level your life or career. Oh, and have fun. Enjoy your time at work. Don't waste your life with regrets or not being where you want to be.